Welcome to the ParkCast series, episode 38, part 1. Introduction to Neglect. The ParkCast series brings evidence-informed child welfare practice to life by highlighting literature reviews from the Particle Archive. This podcast will provide an introduction to child neglect, including risk factors and protective factors that contribute to neglect. It will also explore some of the outcomes of neglect and discuss working with families whose children have experienced neglect. Introduction and Discussion Questions This podcast provides an introduction to child neglect, the definition and types of neglect, risk factors and preventive factors, outcomes, and lastly, suggestions for working with families who have experienced neglect. This podcast will use the language of caregivers to be inclusive of both biological parents and other primary caregivers. Throughout this podcast, methodological implications will be highlighted in the Methods Matter sections. Questions are also included in an attempt to encourage critical thinking and discussion regarding this issue. We would recommend that you consider your research questions before and after listening to this podcast. An integral component of understanding neglect is examining the assessment and evaluation of this phenomenon. Subsequently, Part 2 of this podcast will address preventative measures, interventions, and the efficacy and evaluation of interventions for families experiencing neglect. What is neglect? The term neglect has been defined and used in research, practice, and evaluation in many different ways. One of the challenges of defining neglect is that it refers to the absence or omission of sufficient protection, response, or attention to a child's needs by a caregiver, which in comparison to other kinds of child maltreatment can be difficult to measure. Neglect often involves chronic situations that are not as easily identified as situation-specific incidents. There is less societal agreement regarding neglect and the level of severity that requires child welfare involvement. Additionally, there are social and cultural complexities that may lend to different definitions or understandings regarding parental omissions. In child welfare, neglect is defined as caregiver behaviors that may put a child at risk of being harmed or that may result in a child being harmed. This may include, but is not limited to, a caregiver providing a lack of supervision, a lack of basic or emotional needs, or failing to provide medical or educational care. In Canada, nearly one-third of child protection cases are opened due to neglect and is the second most commonly substantiated child protection concern. In 2013, neglect was the second most commonly substantiated form of child maltreatment in Ontario. Over the past two decades, there has been an increased awareness regarding neglect and its consequences. This shift has led to an increase in education and resources being deployed in an attempt to curtail this growing concern. Methods matter. There are a number of inconsistencies in the literature regarding the definition of neglect, which has led to differences in understanding, interventions, and evaluation of this phenomenon. Therefore, it is important to note which definition is being used, how the definition used impacts the results of the research, and how these results can be mobilized into practice. Types of neglect. There is great debate regarding the typology or domains of neglect. Researchers continue to call attention to the importance of maintaining one definition, while practitioners have suggested that it is easier to consider neglect as a fluid concept 
in order to adapt to various social, contextual, and relational considerations. Similarly to other forms of child maltreatment, neglect subtypes have been found to be distinct as well as co-occurring. Some of the main issues with determining subcategories are that researchers may prematurely combine caregiving inadequacies and an overall lack of agreement between researchers and practitioners regarding typologies. Although there is little consensus in the literature regarding the subtypes of neglect, there appears to be five types of neglect that emerge most frequently. These include supervisory, physical, emotional, environmental, and educational neglect. Supervisory neglect occurs when a caregiver does not provide their child with appropriate protection from harmful situations or people. This includes caregivers choosing to use inadequate childcare, allowing children to engage in harmful activities, failing to protect a child from an unsafe third party, and not supervising their child closely enough. In Canada, supervisory neglect is the most common form of neglect investigated by child welfare agencies. Physical neglect is characterized as a child not being provided with access to basic physical necessities. This may include a caregiver's failure to provide health care, food, clean clothing, or adequate housing. Physical neglect is also sometimes described in child protection literature as care neglect. This is the second most frequently investigated type of neglect by child welfare agencies in Canada in 2008. Emotional neglect is characterized by a caregiver's failure to attend to their child's emotional, psychological, or social needs. This includes a lack of caregiver nurturance, support, encouragement, and warmth. Emotional neglect can be difficult to recognize because it is oftentimes an ongoing phenomenon that is pervasive in families. Therefore, caregivers and children may become accustomed to patterns of emotional neglect and be unable to identify these patterns as problematic. Environmental neglect is defined by a caregiver's omission causing children to be in the presence or immediate surroundings of serious safety hazards, health concerns, or lack of resources. Some examples may include a child living in a home that is infested, a child living in a place where they have easy access to hazardous products, or the child being put into situations in which they are routinely immersed in an unsafe environment. It is important to keep in mind that environmental neglect occurs when a caregiver is omitting to protect their child from that environment, or is consistently exposing or putting a child into an unsafe environment. Therefore, when caregivers are actively working towards changing the environment or have put into place plans to mitigate the safety concerns, this would not be considered environmental neglect. Educational neglect is defined as a caregiver's failure to provide the opportunity or ability for their child to receive an appropriate education. Some examples include keeping a child home to take care of a parent or sibling, not registering a child at school, or keeping a child home due to concerns regarding physical abuse allegations, for example, if the child has a bruise or black eye. In certain literature, researchers have used legal statutes to define educational neglect. For example, in a study conducted in Minnesota, the definition of educational neglect was based on social worker and teacher legislation, in which these professionals have a duty to report if a child experiences seven or more unexcused absences from school. Thinking critically. Research evidence. How does the above information contribute to your understanding of neglect and the different types of neglect? Did you learn anything new about the types of neglect and how to recognize them? Client preferences and values. 
Reflecting on a case where a child experienced neglect, what are some of the parents' experiences that may have contributed to how they understand neglect? What factors do you think contributed to that understanding? Case context. What are the complexities surrounding neglect that a caregiver might be experiencing? What are important historical considerations to take into account? Practitioner knowledge and experience. What has been your experience of working with children who have experienced neglect? What are some of the differences and similarities you have noticed working with families who have experienced the different subcategories of neglect? Risk factors associated with neglect. There are a number of risk factors in the literature that are associated with neglect and are essential to consider. These factors include poverty, caregiver characteristics such as mental health, substance use, and intergenerational neglect, and interactions between these factors. Poverty. The relationship between neglect and poverty has been extensively documented in the literature. Research suggests that neglect can be considered one manifestation of poverty. Within poverty, there are several factors that appear to increase chances of neglect, such as material hardship or unemployment. There are also structural and community considerations for poverty. For example, there are higher rates of neglect in communities that have a large number of children per adult, who have a high concentration of single-parent families, or that have high levels of child-reported violence. Although research suggests that living in poverty is correlated with neglect, the majority of families living in poverty do not experience neglect. Methods matter. Correlations measure the direction and strength of a relationship between two variables. Causations measure when the change in one of the variables produces a change in the other variable. Correlation, therefore, does not equal causation. Parental characteristics and the quality of the parent-child relationship can play a mediating role in this correlation, because poverty in itself does not fully explain this outcome. For example, research would suggest that caregivers living in poverty who employ harsher discipline become more easily frustrated, and who have challenges with their parenting skills, are more likely to neglect their child. Whereas caregivers living in poverty who employ parental warmth, have a partner living in their home, or have a higher level of education, are less likely to neglect their child. Subsequently, parental and relational factors are important considerations that complicate the relationship between poverty and neglect. Thinking critically. Although poverty is identified as a risk factor for neglect, it must be considered in tandem with other factors that influence families. Poverty does not predict neglect. Rather, when families experience poverty and other risk factors, there may be a heightened chance for neglect. Caregiver characteristics. The most common risk factors attributed to neglect in child welfare literature are caregiver characteristics. The following three caregiver characteristics are suggested to impact neglect. Mental health, substance abuse, and intergenerational abuse. Caregiver characteristics appear to be embedded in a deficit model, which is focused on parental failure or omission with little consideration of structural or contextual factors. Mental health. There are a range of caregiver mental health issues that have been suggested to be influential on neglect, such as anxiety or depression. 
Research has suggested that caregivers who have mental health issues are two times more likely than caregivers who do not have mental health issues to have concerns of neglect substantiated. There is surprisingly little research regarding specific mental health issues and parenting. The available research suggests that parents who experience depression may have difficulty maintaining interactions with their child, and caregivers who experience anxiety may be unpredictable in their parenting strategies or less responsive to their children's need. To learn more about these complexities, see the Particle Literature Review series, Parental Mental Health. Substance Abuse The misuse of drugs, alcohol, or other substances is one of the major caregiver risk factors for child abuse and neglect. The relationship between substance abuse and neglect is complex and encompasses short and long-term effects, in tandem with caregiver characteristics and context. Research suggests that caregivers who are dealing with an ongoing substance use disorder are more likely to neglect their children and in comparison to those who struggle with substance abuse infrequently. Further, in a secondary analysis conducted on longitudinal data, researchers found that the severity of drug use had an influence on the severity of neglect. For example, the use of cocaine or heroin by a caregiver increased the likelihood that a child would be neglected compared to other drugs. Additional information can be found in the Caregiver Substance Misuse Particle Literature Review Series. Intergenerational Abuse Research suggests that parents who experienced some form of maltreatment as a child may be more likely to neglect their own children. A meta-analysis was conducted by Stith and colleagues in 2009 in which they reviewed 155 studies regarding parents' experiences of maltreatment as children and then as parents. Parents who experienced maltreatment as a child were significantly more likely to neglect their own children. Methods matter. Meta-analysis is a statistical technique that combines the findings from multiple independent studies. The limitation to this research design is that often the studies within the meta-analysis use different designs or explore causality in different directions, making the studies difficult to summarize because they can be measuring different things. Therefore, one should be cautious in making causal claims based on meta-analyses. Interactions between factors. These risk factors should not be seen as absolute predictors of neglect. Rather, it is important to consider how the interaction or intersection of these factors may influence neglect. For example, the majority of families who live in poverty do not experience neglect. Yet when poverty and substance abuse intersect, there is an increased risk of referral or substantiation of neglect. There may be protective factors that contribute to these differences, which are included in the next section of this podcast. Thinking Critically Research evidence. Does anything that you have learned in this podcast reaffirm or challenge some of your own ideas surrounding neglect? How might this research help to inform your practice with families? Case context. What are some important considerations when working with families who may experience some of these risk factors? How might these risk factors be used to inform the identification and assessment of neglect? Protective factors of neglect. There are numerous factors that may mitigate the impact or prevent the occurrence of neglect. Two of the main factors are social support and family cohesion. Families with strong and healthy social support networks are more likely to have decision-making assistance, social companionship, and social support. 
These factors increase the chances that families have access to physical and emotional resources that can mitigate neglect or enable the family to achieve positive outcomes when experiencing neglect. Families who are cohesive are more likely to support one another emotionally, share similar beliefs around discipline, and be warm and consistent with one another. This reduces family stress and in turn reduces the chances of neglect. Also, the presence of multiple caregivers reduces the chances of neglect, as single caregiver homes are said to increase the risk of neglect by up to 87%. There are other preventive factors evident in the literature that contribute to lower rates of neglect, including caregiver coping strategies, economic stability, religiosity, community connections, and cultural ties. Outcomes of neglect. There are a variety of ways that neglect may influence a child's developmental milestones. The following highlights the developmental signs of neglect for infants and preschoolers, school-age children and young adolescents, and adolescents and adults. The literature summarizes four different domains that can be impacted by neglect. Cognitive development, moral development, social and behavioral development, and emotional development. Child welfare practitioners can use these developmental considerations to further critical thinking when investigating or assessing neglect. Infants and preschoolers. Impacts on cognitive development may be evident through lower performance scores on academic achievement and intellectual functioning tests, as well as problems in expressive and repetitive language. Signs for moral development may include difficulties with emotion regulation in compliance situations, as well as negative affect. Signs for social and behavioral development include a child who is more likely to have anxious, disorganized, or atypical attachment with a caregiver, as well as a negative representation of self and other. Signs for emotional development include difficulties with coping and emotional regulation, as well as a tendency to feel more hopeless. School-age children and young adolescents. Signs for cognitive development include inattentive or uninvolved in learning, as well as lower academic achievement. Difficulty with problem solving is a sign that moral development may be impacted. Signs of impact on social and behavioral development include being socially withdrawn, as well as more likely to be aggressive and non-cooperative. Signs that a child's emotional development has been impacted include isolation from peers, as well as higher rates of internalization or social-emotional problems. Adolescents and adults. Cognitive development impacts include lower scores of intelligence and reading. Moral development impacts include higher risk of criminal or violent behaviors. Social and behavioral development impacts include increased risk of running away and promiscuity. Emotional development impacts include elevated risk of diagnosis for anxiety and depression. Methods matter. The information included previously is taken from a variety of research studies. Some of the limitations of combining the results of these research studies are that they are not all longitudinal. The studies use different measures to define neglect, and some of the studies do not differentiate neglect from other kinds of abuse, such as physical abuse. Due to the methodology and the inability to directly attribute outcomes to neglect, it is important that child welfare practitioners think critically about their cases and complexities apparent for different families. Key Concerns 
working with children who have been neglected. The stigma surrounding neglect may dissuade parents from accessing support and therefore families appear to struggle with neglect for some time on their own before accessing services. Further, 7 out of 10 cases referred to Child Protection Services are closed after first contact or do not receive ongoing service. Caregivers who do receive support for neglect identify their most important needs as stress relief, child development support, family relationship communication strategies, and resources or support for practical issues. Children who have been neglected express their main needs as help with school and support resolving family conflicts. It can be challenging for child welfare practitioners to identify and assess neglect. Research emphasizes the importance of child welfare practitioners' personal assessment skills. Practitioners should use their experience in the field, their understanding of various contextual, socioeconomic, and cultural contexts, their previous interactions with the family or other families, and their own training as tools to recognize and support families experiencing neglect. The assessment of neglect should be focused on the interaction and accumulation of stressors and take into consideration how families may have interacted with professional systems or child welfare services in the past. Thinking critically. Practitioner knowledge and experience. How can you use the knowledge you have gained from your experience in the field to inform how you support families who are experiencing neglect? How do these experiences fit with what the research suggests? Conclusions. What did we learn and what is missing? The literature provides a wide array of factors for child welfare practitioners to consider and emphasizes the complexity of these factors and how they interact. It is apparent that neglect is multiply determined by a range of factors that operate on numerous levels. There is not one pathway that solely causes neglect to occur. While research that defines and operationalizes neglect continues to emerge, the numbers of children experiencing neglect also continue to increase. As suggested by the research, it is important that practitioners take into account the risk and protective factors of neglect. Further, more research is required in order to enhance and streamline policy or procedures regarding assessing and evaluating risk in relation to neglect. In particular, it is important to understand how to amplify protective factors in order to sustain long-term change for a child protection issue that is often chronic. You have been listening to the Partcast series, Episode 38, Part 1, Introduction to Neglect. At partcanada.org, you can access Part 2 of this episode. Neglect, Assessments, and Interventions. The Partcast series is produced by Practice and Research Together, a membership-based organization that promotes the understanding and use of evidence-informed practice at all levels of the child welfare system. For more information about and additional resources on this episode's topic, the Partcast series, or Practice and Research Together, please visit www.partcanada.org.